Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. Double to KOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is dire. Directly across from me, Mr. Kevin Hurst on the other side of the glass. Walking the winter wonderland. <laughs> yeah. You know what you can do with that, Kevin. <laughs> He's going to play it again later. I want to. I want to find the groundhog and fricassee him. <laughs> fricassee. Fricasseed groundhog. What is something that's fricasseed? I've certainly heard the word. What the chicken? You fricking chicken fricassee. So what? Why is it called that? I don't know. It just it, it suggests a rather painful process by which you. <laughs> something. Yeah, if it's still alive. When we didn't just boil it or fry it. We fricasseed it. Well, right. there, there was a there was a rather funny uh, image going around Facebook with the Easter Bunny uh, chasing or going to the groundhog's hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the Easter Bunny very angry, covered in snow at the time. I don't blame him. I don't blame the Easter Bunny one little bit. Fricassee. He's satanic, you know. Fricassee. Fricassee. Uh, <laughs> The verb is to, the definition is to make a fricassee of something. Well, uh, that's I, helpful. I love Thanks. when they use the word um, in the definition, which really helps you. Fricassee is a dish of pieces of meat, such as chicken or rabbit, or vegetables stewed in stock and served in white sauce. So I guess it's this pieces cutting. Pieces is cutting them right, up, right? Oh, that's what I said, fricassee. The yep. sounds painful and not exactly what you'd want done to you if you were going to be cooked. Hello, what it? Fricassee. <laughs> there we go. Well, there we go. Now we have a male voice. Fricassee. Yeah, I know they're You're trying to sound like Kevin now, running those words, pronunciation. <laughs> the word of the day is right. fricassee, cutting up meat into small pieces. All right, on the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. And they won't fricassee your budget when you buy a new car. <laughs> They won't cut it up into pieces, no. No, and they have not done any, as near as I can tell, and I don't monitor all the prices, they haven't taken advantage of the fact that cars, new cars are scarce. You know, they have the most allotments, so they're able to get the most of them. But they're still the same prices. This The truck that I bought last year, uh, this year, is on the lot, and it's like $400 more, but I can see precisely where that is. It's on one of the, uh, 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 you know, an accessory that's added to this truck, this uh, liner that's in it. So it's basically the same truck from last September. Our toll-free line open. Nonetheless, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, we have no text to start out today, but we have two emails uh, that are pending. Uh, oh, one, we do indeed. One related to the fact that yesterday I said that 
Well, why don't we just read it? Um, you and I disagreed. Well, let me set oh. the scene. You and I disagreed on precisely how culpable Joe Biden is for the uh, gasoline prices that are high and the right. inflation. And I said he was probably about 10 percent culpable for the lowering of gasoline prices. And uh, you mean the raising the, of the raising and the rest is market forces, supply and demand in the pandemic and uh, some other factors. Same with inflation. Probably he's about 30 percent responsible for that with things that he could do but hasn't yet. So uh, our good listeners uh, disagreed with that, as you can imagine. So lower middle, please, Joe. Right. He says, Mark, if you think that Biden has done at least 10% good things for America, don't include his taking gas from our emergency reserves. That is like someone who can't make his monthly budget work at home, so he takes money out of his retirement fund instead of getting another job or some supplemental income. Biden needs to get supplemental gas on a steady basis, build pipelines and restart reinstate Trump's energy policies and continue with full speed ahead on the development of renewable energy. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, if, if this listener is listening, um, reply with the specific things that should be in f- restored. I see pipelines. I do certainly recall the Keystone XL pipeline right. conversation, even though that was going to be Canadian oil to ship overseas. But in any event, if, if that, that did have a mental effect on the energy markets, we can certainly say that's tangible. But what are the things that President Biden did that hurt energy? I would love to hear the specifics. Well, and then, of course, there's the big news. Yesterday, our friend E.B. comments well, on Well, let's get Mike out of the way. He's on topic. Mike, thank well, you. I so wanted to read this. Uh, well, you can in a minute. <laughs> I want to read it. I want to read it. Mike's on topic, though. <laughs> would you rather switch topics and then come back to How this? How do you know Mike's on topic? No, I, you know, I'm going to uh, give my time to Joe, the, the, the kind guy on the right there. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. No, he wants you to read the e- All right. It's, well, you might have want to comment on this. It's from EB. It says, Yesterday, a federal judge struck down the national mask mandate on airplanes and other forms of mass transit. The judge was Catherine Kimball Mizell, an attorney rated not qualified by the American Bar Association. It should come as no surprise that she was nominated by the king of being unqualified, Donald Trump. And her nomination was confirmed by the Republican-led Senate in 2020. To be clear, Republicans are fine giving judicial appointments to unqualified white women like Mizell and Amy Coney Barrett, who never tried a case, or to white male rapists. When, uh, when, but when a highly qualified black woman like Katanji Jackson Brown is nominated for one, Republicans lose their minds. They really don't like the idea of a competent black woman being of significant role on the bench. That's white privilege at its most significant, and also further proof that the Republican Party is the party of racism and bigotry. The GOP might as well start wearing Klan robes at this point. Oh, I agree. Well said, E.B. Thank you so much. You know, if E.B. ever had a thought about being fair, just once in his life, it would be a miracle. (laughs) The Bar Association's main complaint against her is she was young and didn't have all the experience. But they also said about her, and E.B. doesn't bother to look this kind of stuff up because it runs against his liberal biases. They said the American Bar Association said Mizell has a very keen intellect, a strong work ethic, and an impressive resume. Um, her legally, uh, or rather, her integrity and demeanor are not in question. 
you know, why don't you take the time, E.B., once in your life to be fair and get your head out of the Democratic sand pit that you live in and look around at the rest of the world? Well, we know that Katani, Katanji sure, she's Jackson qualified. Brown she's was qualified. qualified. But at the same time, they scrutinized her sentencing, and AP did a follow-up on that and found out that uh, Ted Cruz and all the rest of the senators had approved many judges over the years who gave out sentences that were less than the guidelines that were asked for sure, by prosecutors. Sure, that's just political stuff. She was more than qualified. She should have gotten a unanimous vote. Oh, okay. So you admit it. All right. I, well, well, I, well, that never, is very I never big of said you. anything other than that. I believe she was eminently qualified for it. Well, that's big of you. Okay. Uh, Mr. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Mr. Mike, you may go now, please. Yeah, and, and I want to move on to my topic. But before that, you know, I understand both you guys' uh, uh, standpoints on this thing, but, you know, but is the biggest three letter word in the world, I guess. Look back. <laughs> I think it has four letters, Democrats doesn't it? Democrats treated the uh, nominees. That Republicans didn't want. I'm not saying tit for tat here, but there's no comparison between what Democrats have done to judicial nominees uh, compared to Republicans. It's just there's no equality here. Okay, so that's off my chest. Now, as far as the uh, strategic petroleum reserves, first I want to comment on that. I don't think it's appropriate to take oil out of the ground that we have stored for an emergency. Okay, just to lower the price of gas a few pennies. Because let's face it, we are in a crisis right now. We're in a world crisis. You know, we have the inflation, we have, uh, you know, the food shortages coming up, and we have basically a hot war in Europe right now. So we're in a crisis, and we're drawing down our strategic petroleum reserves. Doesn't make any sense on any level in my mind. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Mark, yesterday I brought up uh, Biden's 33% Gallup approval rating, and you said, well, Trump was lower. Well, I went back, and this is just a little picky-uni thing here. I went back and looked at Trump's Gallup ratings over the years. I didn't see anything uh, lower than the 34. So you were wrong. Only by a point, but you were wrong. And then finally, as far as the XL, and then I'm going to get, turn this over to well, other let me, let me stop you there real quick. Just uh, This is, again, this is from energy.gov. This is what the U.S. government says. And I know the uh, strategic oil reserves are four, and I know you said they're for emergency, but actually the purpose doesn't actually specifically say emergency. It says the, the, uh, the strategic petroleum reserve is the world's largest supply of emergency crew that was established primarily to reduce the impact of distress disruptions in supplies of petroleum products and to carry out obligations of the U.S. under the International Energy Program. So it's not specifically set aside for emergencies. It's specifically set aside to help smooth out disruptions and, of course, contr- to, to maintain supply when supply is low. Now, can you is President Biden outside that purpose? I say yes. We have no oil disruption. So I think his use of, of this, I agree with you that using it is, uh, is not a, ill-advised. Yeah, well said, and probably outside the stated purpose. But he says he's doing it to lower prices. And again, he's doing f- it for political purposes. The eggheads on energy reserves. who are much smarter than me saying it is having an impact on prices. All right, Mike, please well, continue. Well, Mark, the, the, per- the difference between the two of us is I don't take things that come from the government as being part of, you know, I don't read them chapter and verse like they're coming from the Bible or any other official document. Come on, like the Federal Reserve, they're supposed to combat inflation 
and they're supposed to make sure that we have an unemployment rate uh, below than a certain thing. Well, we were way below the, their target rate for uh, employment, and you know, so we were doing good there, but inflation was running out of control, and they sat on their hands for political reasons. That statement that you just read, instead of calling it the strategic petroleum reserves, and we should call it the, quote, political Petroleum, uh, petroleum reserve. reserves you agree. Right? Yep. being used for political reasons. Yep, there was I no agree reason to do that. The cost was going up, and guess what was happening to demand? Demand was going down. People st- started driving, combining the trips. We were doing what we normally do when we respond to increases in price. So to me, that was just a political move, and there's been so many moves. And the last thing I want to comment on, your comments about the XL pipeline. Okay. That, that was the big narrative. Well, we weren't going to use it in the United States anyway. Okay, that's what you know. All my friends on the left were spouting. And it's but not spouting. Is, it's what it was it built was for. It was going into the world market, and not to use the pipeline. One, it costs more to transport it other ways. That increases its price. Two, it isn't as efficient uh, when it comes to uh, minimizing carbon. And three, it got rid of American jobs. So it was wrong, wrong, and wrong for at least three major reasons. But it was done to uh, appease his political left. And I don't have any problem with that, but let's face it, we were kind of in the middle of a crisis, weren't we? So he's playing politics in a crisis. That's why he's at 33%. But last thing I'm going to say is all these uh, stories we're hearing on the news constantly about the big uh, Republican route, you know, and everything... You know, I'm just not buying it, especially when it comes to the Senate. So, you know, I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up here, but <laughs> things are looking pretty bad for the Democrats on the surface. But let's face it, they came up with the mail-in ballots and the extended voting times and, you know, not, not checking signatures and mail-in uh, applications to non-citizens. So, listen, they're not beyond doing anything to win this the next election. So it's going to be a battle. Well, I think your Keystone XL pipeline remarks are high on opinion and low on fact, but we can argue that another day. But the fact of what you do say is that if you add a drop of oil to the global oil markets, it is true. It would reduce, uh, it would in- increase supply globally, but it would not have done anything directly in the U.S. We know that to be true. And as for the jobs, we don't know well, we don't of don't any know pipeline. You don't think increasing the supply of oil worldwide lowers opinion? And you're just spouting opinion yourself. So so you think this is false. What I'm about to say, you think this is false, that if you take oil from the Keystone XL pipeline and add it to the global market, the amount of market that's available globally increases. You're saying to me, Mike, what you're saying to me is that if you add oil to the global markets, you actually have less oil in the global markets. How does that work? How is that okay. false? Well, let me explain it again. I, okay. I thought I did a pretty good job. It cost more to get that oil to market, okay? The producer is not going to eat that cost. It's going to it's, it's going to raise the cost of getting that oil on the market. So, who's going to pay? The people that buy it. It's going to it's going to cost more. It it doesn't do anything to lower the overall oil price. It's it's market, it's economics. I mean, I don't see see it any other way in, in the experts. The economic right. experts 
are on my side. And on your, 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 your opinion, and I agree with you, is that the cost of getting some forms of energy out of the ground make it more expensive. And though, yes, you may add more oil to the pile, but the cost of getting it doesn't lower the price. It does exactly the opposite. Okay, so you think having less oil is closer to ideal under these circumstances? No, having oil that is easily obtainable, the places where we can get it easiest and quickly and least expensively, are where we should be drilling. Right, that's fine. And the Biden administration has clamped down on that. Well, yeah, tell the Biden administration that. That's fine. That has nothing to do with Keystone XL. My point is simple, that if you add oil to the global markets, it helps. Even if it's more costly oil, the supply still goes up. And Keystone XL had absolutely nothing to do with But the problem we're facing now is the high cost of the of the oil and gasoline right. that we're buying. So, and to oh. that end, the strategic oil reserves is helping probably a tiny bit. Plus, as uh, Mike has accurately pointed out, uh, if demand is down, prices are down. So, Mike, we'll let you conclude. Go but how right do ahead. we how do we replace that oil in the strategic reserve? Do we do it at today's prices, or do we just accept the fact that we're not going to have as much in the strategic reserve until prices come down again? Well, yeah, you'd have to ask the, the next president that. Fortunately, we'll have a new president in <laughs> two and a half years, so that'll be their problem. Anyway, Sorry, Mike, Mike, go, go ahead, ahead and wrap okay, up. Okay, so, okay, Mark, here's where you're wrong. Whether the oil goes by truck, train, or, or whatever, or whether it goes by the pipeline down to Louisiana, it, that oil becomes less expensive if it goes down to t- uh, Texas or Louisiana or whatever. Okay, now, so that lo- that is cheaper oil. Okay. Now, I agree with you when you're saying, well, the oil's going to go on the market one way or another. Well, if it goes on the market via the trucks and the trains, it's not going to go on the market as fast. So it's not going to lower prices fast if if that's what you believe is going to happen from it. So, yeah, there's a a difference of opinion here. But the bottom line is economics say if oil came down like the Susquehanna River flows, it wouldn't be that expensive. But unfortunately, it doesn't. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Mike. Wonderful conversation. Very much appreciated. I learned something from every one of your calls, so we appreciate that. All right, we got a caller standing by. We'll take more comers. 1-800. They don't have to be from Bloomsburg, but that's where they're coming from lately. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Walking in a winter wonderland. Walking in a winter wonderland. 
there and beat Kevin over. <laughs> yeah, I went out this morning. I was singing a song this morning, but it wasn't, wasn't the winter that. wonderland. No, as I clean the snow off my vehicle. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note. says, there are 31 oil pipelines that come in from Canada and 39 natural gas pipeline. It leads to one question. Why was the Keystone XL pipeline so controversial? Good question. I think part of it was because uh, it did need federal approval, so it did land on the lap of... They all need federal of approval. The, ...of the president. Well, I, I don't think that some need quite as much as this one did because it went over uh, indigenous people's lands and eminent domain is always difficult to get, you know, under the, just the right circumstances for a private endeavor. And uh, so I think that would contribute to it. So those two factors, I think the sensitive lands of indigenous people, maybe even grave sites, I, you know, you always hear about that in other projects, I don't, I don't really recall. But, uh, and plus it lands on the desk of the president getting to choose. So I think that added to its uh, politicability. Well, I would think that they would, if it, if it involved uh, burial grounds, they would make appropriate arrangements to have the people reinterred. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. You can move grounds. But there are people who think cemeteries are sacred, that it really it isn't just a matter of the location. It's that the remains, you know, particularly indigenous people whose lives and spirituality is tied to the earth, that a place has significance, not just uh, a headstone. Well, years ago, we had a road project when I was on council in Chambersburg, and they found unmarked graves from the colonial mm. period. Wow. And they wound up <clears throat> digging the bones up, putting them in garbage bags, and storing them in the borough safe until they could find a way to reinter them. It wasn't, you know, it was we could have just said, okay, well, you know, we'll, we won't deal with these, but we at least made an effort right. to try and find some way to reinter them appropriately. Okay. All right. And well. I think that, and I'm sure that probably no one knew who they were or where they came from or why they were buried there. So it wasn't like we offended anybody. We could have probably just disposed of them quietly, but we didn't. And I think that mentality is fine. That is a business mentality, sort of a uh, pragmatic mentality. You can plow through a sensitive cemetery of indigenous people if you wish to. But there were a lot of people who said, no, that's a no. That's a big, fat no to them. So, uh, and uh, again, I only bring that up because in answer to the question, there may be other reasons. Let's see what Bill has to say. Bill, you're on the mark this morning from Bloomsburg. Well, first, the Democrats don't give two craps about uh, any cemeteries, right? Now, you have to keep in mind, you have to keep in mind uh, Obamacare. When they were pushing Obamacare, right, and it was proven and it was ruled in the states, it was ruled in the Supreme Court, it was a hidden tax plan, right? The Green New Deal, the Democrats, the Green New Deal is a hidden tax plan for one government control, and that's a fact. That's a fact, you know, that... Uh, the pipeline was energy independence for Americans, and they want government control. They want to tax everything, and that's the bottom line. And it, it, it it's been proven. It's been proven in the Supreme Court. They tried it once with Obamacare. Now it's the Green New Deal. So you're saying the Keystone XL pipeline was not a Canadian company shipping oil overseas, that it was, in fact, U.S. oil? It was. It, we were energy independent. We weren't dependent on other countries. These other countries are communists that were uh, were buying oil off of Venezuela, Russia, uh, Iran. We're giving money to them. Let, let's us be the world superpower, and we feed the oil and and we make the money. But, uh, why, why we buy more? Why we feed in Iran, Russia, and Venezuela? Look at the countries where we're buying. They want us all dead. They don't care about us. We were being independent. 
And you say this relates to the key... The Green New Deal is a hidden tax plan by the Democrats for government control. Bottom line. And what's the factor? The Keystone XL pipeline, if any, in all this? The, the Keystone... Well, we were energy independent. Right, but Keystone wasn't we even were, built, so it was wasn't... Coming to us. Right, no, listen, I, I agree with you Obama, there. Listen, when Obama went in office, China was uh, number one money-wise in the world. When Trump, when Trump left office, they were number eight. Well, guess what? They're number one again. Why? Because we are giving, we're letting them be number one. They, we were number, we were no, we've had China down to number eight in the world as far as currency and money, right? Trump had it right. We, we're building America. China was, was they feared Trump. Trump, Trump was thinking of Americans first. So they went from eight to number one in money when Obama was in office. And with Trump, they went down to number eight and they would have continued going down. But then the, the the corruption sets in. Now they're back up to number one. All right, we got you. All right, what is thank that? you. It's, it's right there. That the facts are there. Right, I got you. So you're saying Keystone XL pipeline was actually helping U.S. be energy independent? Oh my God, yeah. How, I mean, it's 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 a, a grade school kid. Okay, but out. but Bill. The Keystone XL pipeline was ten years from being completed, so and it was eight, never eight completed. Months. So eight to nine months. Well, eight to nine months. Okay. Well, the the company that was building it said they still had another decade of work, but you may have other information that from from people other than the company doing the building. But anyway, so those Canadian investors said they had yeah. ten more years of work. So. Keystone XL pipeline was not complete, and there wasn't a drop of oil in it to, anywhere. I would love to know what agency was. Did that come off of CNN that said they had another 10 years? Was that a CNN? No, it's that Petroleum. Part? It's that no, I doubt Petroleum it. I doubt Association it. or whatever they're called. you got to understand, we're giving money to these communist countries that want us dead. Yeah, well, cool. okay. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Bill. Thanks for calling in. Really very, very, very much appreciate it. See, everybody's got an opinion on this, and that's why On The Mark is so successful. Mine may be the only ones correct on the show today, but everybody's opinions. You are correct, but there's two letters in front of it. I-N. <laughs> incorrect. All right. This is In The On The Incorrect On The Mark. I, this is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and adamantly opposed to all the factual information I brought to the show, some of which is weighted with opinion and other parts of it uh, are just verifiably true. Mike checked in. We heard from some other folks in Bloomsburg about Keystone XL, and uh, the uh, theme of the day has been how much, if any, uh, President Biden's policies led to 
to the high gasoline prices. I said 10%. We might have to expand that to up to 30% if some of the factual information 60. we've learned today is true. Joe 60. says 60, and I'd say 60 going on 70 is if what we've heard today is true. We have two more emails related to this, so we'll read those on the radio. And bottom line is, I think if, if the president were wanted to put his agenda even further on hold and address petroleum, we could have lower gasoline prices, and of course that wouldn't further his uh, renewable push, but uh, we also could have maybe have some lower prices on other products too. So what's your Here's view? Here's a thought. Just fix it. Fix, oh, I'm yeah, tired of paying too much. Fix it. Fix it. Where's your? I uh, don't care who's responsible. Fix it. Where's your Keenan Thompson cut? I want to <laughs> yeah, hear that yeah. again. That's I will wanted. have to dig that out again, yeah. <laughs> all right. 1-800-795-9565. Your view on all of these topics, very much appreciated. Uh, one of our emailers earlier has also uh, stated the obvious that uh, Republicans who were so opposed to Katani Jackson Brown uh, were, or Katani Brown Jackson, uh, were in fact hypocritical because they had uh, approved many other judges far less qualified than her, though none for the U.S. Supreme Court. These were federal judges, and some of whom had uh, well, sentencing exactly that were far true. beyond the sentencing guidelines as well. So. Not exactly true. All right. Anyway, yeah, we're, uh, Joe has some factual information on that, correct? Yeah, I do. You're going to bring. Okay, so we're going to talk about the judges, and we're going to resume the oil conversation. On the mark, sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, if you want to weigh in on the judicial hypocrisy in Washington, D.C., because the brain matters removed from the individuals there, call 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the market, WKOK.com, and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We, we're going to uh, have headlines next, but Joe, I want to tell you, uh, Matt Catrillo sends us a note and asks why you are not with your boyfriend today. Who, Dr. Oz? Yes. I did receive an invitation. Congressman Keller was kind enough to invite oh, well, me to good attend. For you. But unfortunately, <laughs> he I have won't another... call you when you're on the air, but he'll invite you to his functions. Well, Fred and I have been friends for a long time. He's a good man. I know you have your issues, but I don't. I think he's a fine guy. So it's just me and only me, the That's reason right. he won't call the show. Oh, I got you. Okay. That's right. All right. Well, tough questions. You're are reprehensible. Yeah. Tough <laughs> question. Oh, is that what he says? No, no, no. Uh, he doesn't say anything of the kind. Tough questions. Your name never came up. I would think that would be more. <laughs> the most true thing you've said all day. Fix it! Identify another problem. Fix it! Repeat as necessary until it's all fixed! <laughs> Thank you so much, Kevin. Much appreciated. If only folks in Washington could understand those two words. Or I think it's really one word when you say it like that. All right, some very brief news headlines here. Then we got a caller ready, and we got some emails ready. Uh, the April snowstorm led to some school delays and closures. Today, we invite you to check that out at WKOK.com. The very latest information from schools was that Danville went virtual. They were on a two-hour delay, and then they went virtual. And out at Millville, they went to a closure. They were listed as a two-hour delay earlier and then switch to a closure. As for road closures around here, Shikalmi Avenue at Mile Post Road still listed as closed. That would be uh, points east of Chief Shikalmi Elementary School, so watch for the closure there because of trees and wires down the latest at 501pa.com, so check that out. And uh, the snowstorm, about six inches in the higher elevations around here. I think AccuWeather's forecast, when they knew it went bust yesterday when they revised the afternoon forecast to include accumulation, uh, 
but up and then they were not predicting accumulation, and lots of other smart folks were. So uh, that there's a lesson learned right there. So check out all the information related to the storm at WKOK.com. PPL says they have about 2,000 power outages in their, our area, and they are in the process of restoring electricity at ASAP. When I came into this uh, dark room today, the sun was out. Was the sun out when you came in? Well, every room I enter is sunny. Okay, right. You brighten it up with it. Right. Every room is dark till you get there. That Good is very boy. true. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, well, see, you have a legacy of you have a legacy of him darkening the room. I've been awfully nice are. to you over the years, Kevin. <laughs> okay. And I would say ninety percent of the time that is correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Moving on. Uh, we do have some sad news to pass along. State police finally out with the details on that crash. Sunday morning, 19-year-old Daryl Brubaker of Mount Pleasant Mills died in the accident on Troop Valley Hill Road in Perry Township, Snyder County. We told you about that uh, crash Sunday. State and local police say a man shot a woman in Sealance Grove in custody, 33-year-old Brad Baylor of Sealance Grove. Again, no other details out there. Not too late to participate in what will be a fun activity at the Albright Center Thursday night. It's the kickoff dinner for the semi-quincentennial. We're going to have music there, and then we're going to have John Moore, our local historian and author, is going to be the guest speaker. So it's really going to be a nice affair. Schindler Studio is putting up a really nice lighted vintage photo display. More information on our WKOK podcast page, wherever you download your podcast, or at sunbury250.com. Evangelical Community Hospital enjoying a milestone that relates to lower numbers of pandemic around here. They currently have no patients on board who have COVID-19. They've been as high as 70-some in terms of patient census, and now down to zero. They were down to zero for a few weeks last summer, you'll remember, and now back down to no patients with COVID-19 at Evangelical Community Hospital. Penn Live reporting a Lacoma County resident is challenging the right of two conservative Republicans to be on next month's primary ballot because of their roles in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Jeffrey Hill O'Muncy, a registered Democrat in documents filed Friday in federal court, claims actions taken by Senator Doug Mastriano and Representative Scott Perry disqualify them under the state constitution. Uh, he says that Mastriano was on one of the chartered buses that went to the Capitol and joined a Republican delegation that met with President Trump afterward to discuss overturning the election. Perry, a York County resident seeking a six-term in office, also objected to the ratification of the electoral votes. You can read more about that at WKOK.com. And because we got callers waiting, we'll dispense with the rest of the conversation starters. Well, I thought they were quick headlines, but you had quite a bit there. Well, thank quite you. A bit. Yeah, quite a bit. It was a busy day. A lot going on. Uh, with that, we hit the next button on the phone system, and that puts Stan on the radio. What's on Stan's mind? Well, uh, I, I do have a question I don't have an answer for. Uh, schools going virtual. Do the teachers have to be in the school to, to actually have that go into effect? Some do. Some, kids in school. It's a mix. Some do, some don't. It just depends on how ready they are and how it's set up. And it's it's We found it to be a mix. Okay, that's why I was wondering, because you said they mentioned, I don't know, you did, I guess, that Danville went virtual today after a two-hour delay, but other schools closed. I'm thinking in this period of since they've got the the online stuff, I don't know if it's down pat, but they've used it a lot more since COVID, that there should be no closed schools for snow days. That's all I'm going to say about that, because that's all I know. It just doesn't make sense to me that, you know, you force kids out, you know, into virtual learning 
because of the pandemic, but then they have a little snow and uh, they can't learn. So, well, so, I think what happens yeah, is when you get it. a big fun snowstorm, they want the kids to have fun. <laughs> okay, is that it? Yeah, well, I'm never ser- like that dead, when I don't, was it. Anyways, uh, don't laugh. Deadly serious. That's <laughs> for whom the is a big snowstorm fun? Kids? No, well, not for adults. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those roads were the roads were pretty nasty. State didn't do a thing this morning. As, as of uh, around eight thirty this morning, they didn't do a thing on the back roads. So I can understand why they closed them because the buses would have had a hard time. You know, it would have been dangerous for the kids, which I, I don't have a problem with that. But, anyways. Calling in, you know, EB sends you these emails, okay? He sure has a sickness, okay? It's a progressive leftism sickness. You know, he hates he hates Republicans. I can see that, hear that in, in his, you know, his emails. But he says that, you know, the Republicans hated Kentonji Jackson Brown, or is it Brown Jackson, whatever it is, because she's a black woman. Well, I'm sorry. Janice Rogers Brown was a black woman that I believe it was George W. Bush uh, nominated for the D.C. Uh, appeals court or circuit court, one of them down there, and they opposed her for two years. But hmm. so, so I guess it doesn't go both ways. Are you, with them. Did you detect hypocrisy in Washington? For the no, first from time? EB. Oh, just from yeah, EB. From I EB. got you. I got you. Okay. Well, it, it, it's in both places, right? You know, and it goes both ways. I won't. I won't just you know discount that. But for him to say that. You know, only Republicans do that because it was a woman of color. It's pretty disgusting, in my opinion. And that we ought to be wearing Ku Klux Klan robes. He forgets the Democratic Party's long history of suppressing everything relating to civil rights. Right. Uh, you know, him being a, a Democrat, From I'm assuming he's a Democrat. He could be a, a communist, for all I know. <laughs> but the Democrats are the ones that started the Klan are the ones that instituted Jim Crow laws, you know, so I, I don't want to hear it from people like that. Are they okay? the same today? I mean, I, I think of a big pivot in the Democratic Party in the 50s and 60s, but you're saying that's false. Not they're the, the 50s. Okay. No, 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 they're, not they're, really they're, the early northern, 60s. Northern Democrats fought a different way than Southern Democrats, okay? The Southern Democrats are the ones that opposed the civil rights law and was it 67 or 68 maybe it was 65 i don't know the exact dates but they're the ones that filibustered it you know and al gore senior you know the vice past vice president al gore jr's daddy is one of the leaders of that filibuster because he was a racist and they should take down al gore statues now because they took down statues of other people (laughs) who were allegedly racist and stan you're here to tell us that the same democratic party then is the same democratic party now there are elements in it. I, I will not. No, doubt but if, that. We're, no, okay. if we're going to punish historically, if we're going to punish people for what they did in the past, then shouldn't we tar the Democrats with their failures? Absolutely. As I'm just, and I'm, I'm trying to help Stan make that point. Okay. He's saying that today the Democrats are the same. They're a bunch of racist, civil rights hey, uh, leftists. Mark, yes, sir. Mark, they, they label the GOP that way, so I throw it right back at them. Okay, right. they can't have you. it both ways. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm sorry, you, they can't have it both. Way. You That's win the, the way day. They <laughs> want to throw that label around. It's right back at them. All they need to do is look in the mirror. Now, I ain't saying all the Democrats are, because, Mark, I don't believe you're a racist. But there are enough out there in their actions that show that they are. Because they don't think black folks and Hispanic folks, people of color in general, have the capability to do what needs to be done to uh, participate in society. Voter ID being the number one example. 
All right. We we have to actually ask you to. We'll give you another moment or two because we got you off track with our follow up questions. Make one other point in a moment left. We got other callers waiting. Well, yeah. One other point. I I don't know. I mean, things are crazy in this world, and something's going to change or something's going to explode. I don't know which. I hope it just changes and doesn't explode. But the way things are going, but the the mask mandate being lifted on airlines is a great thing. And, and, and the leftists that are crying about it, nobody's telling them they can't wear their mask on the airplane. It's just that they can't force other people to do it. Stan, you and, you and I 100% agree. Nowadays, we yeah. have the perfect blend. You want to wear a good, tight N95 or a gas mask or whatever, go ahead. You don't want to, don't wear it. That's the way it should be now. I'll know when things are back to normal when I can't go into my bank wearing a mask anymore. What's that? I said, I'll know things are back to normal when my bank no longer allows me to come in with a mask on. Uh, Yeah, I went to the bank yesterday. I was going to go in, but I didn't have a mask with me, so I had to drive up. I went around and (laughs) drove up instead. Uh, Eric, uh, yeah, thank you. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. And as usual, Stan has his facts screwed up. Oh, come uh, on now. Disparaging my former colleagues uh, working for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Stan, Stan, Stan. I was out this morning at 5.30, 11.15 to take a friend to a medical appointment all the way up to Allenwood. And the f- roads were great. Stan, the people who plow your back roads are your township people, not the state people. State only plow state roads. So if you want to complain about something, call up your township supervisor oh, wait, 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 and complain. Wait, wait, Don't wait, drag wait, this wait, thing Eric, Hold it, Eric. Hold it, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Joe. <laughs> uh, I hate to tell you, but many rural roads are state roads. Mile Post Road, right. Mile Run Road, <laughs> Sunbury Road, uh, the ones that come to mind. Yeah. 11th and Avenue. And they were this morning, sir? Uh, that I couldn't. Well, Mile Post Road well, was. Well, of course yeah. you could, because they probably were. I'm saying all the roads I had, my township road wasn't plowed. Okay. And but the state roads, my 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 uh, experience was different than stands. Well, it varies. Surprise, surprise, surprise. It varies. I can tell you that Monroe Township, I know up here, has always done an outstanding job on the roads that keep us in business up here. Yeah, the road was plowed when I got here at 445. One of our good listeners who's on a fine local street crew around here says, trouble was state, local, and city crews had to put plows on this morning. We'd taken them off. It takes several hours to get them back on. Well, all I know is the state routes I were on were plowed, salted, and they were actually working, still working on them, still are, as I came south into Port Traverson this morning. So that's not the reason I called, but, uh, you know, uh, I hate every time they disparage my my fellows in arms working for the firm we work for the Commonwealth. Uh, So, so, (laughs) Oz, the carpet carpet bagger in in the finest central Pennsylvania tradition is refusing to come on to KOK. No, he's not refused. No, he's not. He hasn't refused. No, I might have misstated (laughs) that because I was blending Congressman Keller's refusal. Oh, you guys didn't invite him? Uh, no, we don't invite anybody. They call they us. They call in. us. They're welcome to attend. We don't specifically ish- issue invitations to be on the program. But Ooh, we give okay. everybody an open mic if they want to be on. We're happy to accommodate okay. them. Okay. Okay, but you're not finding time in your day to go see the carpet bagger today, right? I, right, I, Joe? I, I First of all, he's not a carpet bagger. He's a resident of Pennsylvania, and that's all that counts. All of, he all is, of 14 months. Woo-hoo! He is the most qualified candidate for for the United States Senate well, in Pennsylvania. No, that's ridiculous. Because he has also, national experience. Also a citizen of the country of Turkey, still. 
He is giving up if he's elected. That's he's it. going to renounce his dual citizenship. Let him, let him go. He is elected. Yeah, and 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 uh, we were going to see President Trump's tax returns, and President Trump also uh, had great. Uh, how about great, uh Ilan Omar. How about how about tell about Ilan Omar, born in another country? Should we throw her out of the Congress? She's well, let citizen. me tell you what. She's not running for my Senate, so I'm not too concerned about that, am I? Uh, I well, why do you think Dr. Oz would not be a great senator? Just because he comes from, lives in another state for a few years? Anyone who or because who is he's going a Republican to, to, to Pennsylvania just to to try to win a Senate seat because they have an open Senate seat. Is a carpetbagger. All right. Now, if he had if he had moved here before, if he had shown, yeah, I always wanted to live in Pennsylvania. Okay, so his mommy and daddy-in-law, who own the biggest uh, tree trimming service on the East Coast, also happen to live here. No. But no. An old friend of mine, guy by the name of Bud Schuster, moved back yes. from moved into Pennsylvania to run for an open congressional seat down in the district when I was in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Bud was called a carpetbagger and everything else. He won, though, despite that, and went on to serve with extreme distinction, became the head of the House Transportation Committee, brought hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars of projects to Pennsylvania that improved our roads and infrastructure. Had nothing to do with him being a carpetbagger. He became in every sense of the word, a true and loyal Pennsylvanian who did everything he could for the Commonwealth. I have no doubt Dr. Oz would be just the same kind of uh, representative for us in the United States Senate. Which? And Bud Schuster was also a dual citizen of what other country? <laughs> okay, all right, move on. Anything else to say here? So that's wrong. This? A dual citizenship well, is yeah, bad. Whatever. I'm sure there's other countries. Now, now let's face it, Joe. Let, let's be honest, okay? You were born in a different country. You are here. You are a naturalized citizen, I'm assuming. Uh, someone vetted that out. I'm assuming he's he's here legally. Where and did all he go to college? Stuff. Where did he get uh, his he medical has been degrees? A, 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 Pseudo doctor on TV for all this time. A pseudo, has developed a lot doctor. of money. Lives <laughs> right. in a post state. You and EB and ought to get together. He can move to Pennsylvania, all right, throw it. all his money around, and try to buy our seat. You no, and e, thank you. You and EB ought to get together. You have this paranoia go, about Republicans. So all right, thank I'm you, Eric. I'm not paranoid about Republicans, but I do not want. A senator representing me also be a citizen of another country and have allegiance, obviously allegiance to another country. Otherwise, why wouldn't they not, Why right. would he have not uh, re- uh, thrown over his citizenship prior to this time? All right, we got you, Eric. Thank you so much. Well, there's some you, people who you, believe you. that one of the Democratic candidates, Mr. Fetterman, comes from another planet. So. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Well, yeah, just we're having a little computer glitch. <laughs> I would say we are. We'll try it when we come out. Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow. Okay, we didn't get. Who, who is that from Sesame Street or something? No, Mupp- that was a uh, that was a, uh, a Simpsons episode. Simpsons. Homer became a snowplow driver. Oh, Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow was his name. All right, we got tons of emails and texts. We're going to get to those. We got callers waiting 15 minutes already. They're going to be on the radio as soon as we get back from this message. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Okay, you're saying I have to talk when the bumper music's over? All right. 1-800-795-9565. Got some open lines. One of our listeners says, Eric, I agree with you and Dr. Oz. Oh, Paul's been waiting for a he long time. He won't get my vote. <laughs> Kathy Barnett is his choice. I think that's from Stan. I'm not sure. Paul. All right. But yeah, there, it's funny that people like Dr. Oz, and all at the same time, there are some fabulous Republican candidates running for Senate, but people don't want them. All right, Paul, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hello. Um, talking about... Um the uh, pipelines, and they, they go through uh, sometimes uh, tribal grave areas and, uh, you know, disruptions like that. At least the uh, pipelines, once they're in the ground, you know, that then there's just green grass over them. You know, here in Salem Township, Luzerne County, we have uh, two power plants. One's a nuclear plant, and nearby they've put in one now that generates power from the natural gas here. And so... Progress uh, demands some changes, and they're they're going to put a new substation out here at Summer Hill. So they're running a new uh, power line from the power plants, and uh, it's going right behind the Berwick Hospital out here, and where people along Bowers Road and so forth had normal had normal um, uh, telephone poles because this is going to be a much uh, higher level of power going out to the substation. They're putting up the new uh, steel poles that are sections, you know, that they're, they look like a big tree trunk. I mean, they're huge. Uh, and then there's another section that bolts on it to get it higher in the air. So these people who have these nice homes and so forth, they're going to have this, uh, this forever. Okay, now there's going to be this huge, big steel uh, power pole out in their fr- their front yard and I was at the supervisors meeting and I know that the emergency management committee bought new meters so they can go out and take electromagnetic field readings in these areas of what they are now and then after they get this power line up they're going to take more readings you know and keep an eye on how if in case people start complaining that's causing health problems or whatever they've got some facts to know what's going 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 on and so forth for the for the residents so um that you know to make progress uh uh that people have to adapt to all these kinds of changes but i know if it was me and my property i'd rather have a pipeline carrying oil or gas or something going underground than having that great big metal pole in my front yard and so right now all these areas they have all this uh timber you know that they run these big rigs over going through people's front yards and over here by the hospital and the nursing homes and and all this has all this so they can run all this big equipment through the swamps and and um what through people's front yards and everything like that and these great big poles laying there to be assembled and so forth so you know when you're making progress uh and you know future improvements and so forth there's there's lots of things that have to be coped with and the the I think a lot of the uh, the the people's feelings about the pipelines is completely nuts. 
uh, based on the fact that you have to do all this other. And the same way with the reservoirs. I lived up at the Quabbin Reservoir for 30 years up in uh, Massachusetts, and when they decided to put that, that's for water supply, and when they decided to put that in, they had to actually flood two towns, and they actually dug up and moved the graves, okay, of the people from the cemetery, and they've, they have a new cemetery there where the former residents were so forth, but all this was, pro- and I'm sure they're glad up there, they've got all these big reservoirs, they probably had to do the same thing up here at Lake Wallenpawpack and some of these others that we have here all in right. Pennsylvania, Thank it you. all takes... You, you, Jeez, you know, Louise. you'd have to change things in order to make progress and so forth. And so, Good point, Paul. Uh, Very good point. You're yeah, this is right. complex. Excellent point. It is complex, and there's a lot of moving parts to all these discussions. Well, thank you so much for I the correlation. Your call. Thank you, yep. Paul. Appreciate you're it, welcome. sir. Take care. Bye-bye. Appreciate that. Uh, Lance has been waiting a long time as well. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Before you go, Lance, one of our listeners says, Shekalami Avenue and Mile Post Road are now open. Good. They were blocked earlier by a down tree and power line. They are now open. Go ahead. Uh, doesn't it seem odd, you know, when liberals are talking about Christians, you know, that they're all a bunch of delusional morons, but when they're talking about the indigenous people's religion, they really, really respect it, especially when it will hold up a project that they don't really care for. It's happened time and time and time again. Hypocrisy uh, I was going to say, would you be implying hypocrisy on the part of our good liberal friends? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, what I uh, really... Uh, what you really called, called about. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, with the, the student loans now, they were going to uh, go right ahead with that $1.5 trillion and pay them all off. And I always thought, and as one pundit put it, you know, so the intelligent college graduate that couldn't afford his degree wants the guy that couldn't afford college to pay his college debt. Is that right? And we're throwing money into probably the worst ripoff industry in our whole country is the higher education industry. Now, I say this because if I look the past 50 years, 50 years ago when I was college age, the uh, tuition at Bucknell was $2,200. It's now 58000 Now, when I look at other things, I see a good American car was about $3,000 at that time, and now it's $30,000. It's up 10 times. Uh, rents that were $75 and $100 are now 500 and 750 So it appears to me that the people that, uh, and I said this before, I know, that uh, the folks that rail against wealth, privilege, and corporate greed are the worst offenders. So, why not? We've got a lot of hypocrisy out there, a lot of folks. And I, honestly, I think the energy field, I certainly simplify things when I say, you know, Keystone XL wasn't complete. I know that it was. Portions of it were finished. There were certainly shortcuts that weren't done. And uh, 10 years was the company estimate if they could have just gotten all the green lights. But, you know, I think... Wait, now, too, now hear about the XL pipeline. That's what I'm talking about, too. And right. that is uh, that somebody is going to refine that goo. We have the technology practiced well from the uh, goo that we're importing from South America. Now, China, 
their uh, ways that they refine oil are like we did back in 1950. It's very wasteful. They're and this is for sure for real. They are going to be doing that if we don't. And that's that's the reason why I say that we need to move forward on that pipeline so that that doesn't happen. And if you are concerned all about our environment, I think you'd want our country to do it rather than somebody else whose environmental laws aren't near what ours are. So, excellent point. Excellent point. All right. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you, Thanks Lance. Thanks for calling in, Lance. Yeah, we appreciate it. And thanks for the wait. Hey, I got to hit a break here, but I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I'll tell you about the vehicle that I got to drive the other week, an Explorer ST. That's like the speedy version. Joe would like this. Three-liter EcoBoost motor capable of going 612 miles an hour, so a little bit faster than Joe typically drives, but not much. Well, 50, I can get it up to 612. I think I so, yeah. yeah. $57,000, <laughs> 4-wheel drive, leather, parallel parking assist. So if you're like me and uh, you look at a parallel parking space and go around the block to find an end cap. Uh, this might be the vehicle for you. You can put a hitch on it. It has towing capabilities. And this is one of the vehicles that is on the lot of the Sunbury Motor Company. Of course, they had a sparse lot last week. Quite a few trucks have arrived, So you can check that out and check out sunburymotors.com. Build a Ford car or truck or Hyundai or Kia to your precise specifications. Uh, the weights are not in the weeks anymore on some of the vehicles. They're now into the months. But uh, guess what? Sunbury Motor Company's got the allocations. If ordering a vehicle and waiting for it is how you're going to enjoy your next vehicle. There just isn't any place other than the Sunbury Motor Company to get it. They got the allocations. They are holding prices. If you're interested in switching to an electric vehicle, they got, uh, boy, a half a dozen different choices that I know of. The Kia Nero is out there. The Ford Mustang Mach-E. I've even had a chance to drive one of those. The Hyundai Tucson, one of the top ten vehicles in the world, according to Consumer Reports. The Ford Lightning is out there. That's one that has a longer wait. Uh, And the Hyundai something or other the name escapes me the hyundai something or other. well I, what a great pitchman it, you are it has a better name than that <laughs> the old hyundai I, I something for, or other well, thank you <laughs> i did mention the tucson though but its sister is a little bit smaller but anyway okay so you got it if you want to have a fleet of vehicles at your home that are electric start at the sunbury motor company sunburymotors.com dashing through the snow no <laughs> in a one horse open sleigh or the fields we go. Do we have it within our power to stop, Kevin? <laughs> uh, not really. No. <laughs> All right. The only thing that you can't stop me, you can only hope to contain me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <Jeez>. enough. <laughs> <laughs> He speaks the truth. Actually, this would be the third time, by the way, tomorrow that I've shut my furnace off. I'm really getting tired of turning oh, it on and off. Yeah, well, it's not uh, not time to turn it off entirely yet. Uh, going back to our friend EB's original email about uh, lack of experience uh, and, and judges. judges. Yeah. The, yeah, I wonder if he ever stopped to realize that none of the men appointed chief justice in the 19th century possessed any prior judicial experience, and only and some were Democrats, and only four of the appointed in the 20th century had previously served as judges on any level below the Supreme Court. Moreover, other than the three who were promoted from the ranks to Chief Justice, only three were sitting judges at the time they were appointed. So historically, you know, lack of experience as a judge has not been a disqualifier on the Supreme Court, let alone the other courts. So 
you know, it's always nice to do some research before you start criticizing people, right? All right, Joe. And the Keystone Pipeline already exists. The existing Keystone runs from the oil sand fields in Alberta, Canada, into the U.S., ending in Cushing, Oklahoma. What doesn't exist fully yet is the proposed expansion, the Keystone XL Pipeline. Right. That's from Mike in Bloomsburg. Right, the shortcut. Yep, right. got it. Okay, uh, we're going to start at the top and go backwards. Okay, EB again says, part of almost every Dr. Oz campaign ad is, quote, men should shouldn't play women's sports, unquote. This is, of course, flat-out transphobia. It has nothing whatsoever to do with politics or serving the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. It's saying, I hate trans people, so I'll make their lives miserable if I'm elected. A candidate running on blatant bigotry? It's no wonder Trump endorsed him and Republicans are embracing him. Oh, Honest brother. to heavens, E.B., get <laughs> serious. You need to get a checkup from the neck up. If I'm not mistaken, this is another email, the Clintons moved to New York so Hillary could run for the Senate. Oh, but that's okay. She's a Democratic carpetbagger. They're okay. It's the Republican carpetbaggers, right? That like, like I said, Lawrence's <laughs> worthless wisdom is carpetbagging only hurts in the campaign. It never hurts at the ballot. Are they all citizens of the United States? I have no problem with Hillary Clinton moving to New York to run yeah, for a Senate. but it's illegal to be a carpetbagger. Okay. I'm kidding. Um, You're supposed to catch that and say right. false. EB again, you are all talking about Democrats starting the Klan and having a history of suppressing rights. True, perhaps. Perhaps. Come on get serious. It is true. But the Democrats have gotten away from all that, and the Republicans have moved toward it. True. So, yeah, modern-day racism and right suppression is coming from the Republicans. Unless the Democrats, who are suppressing our rights by not enforcing our laws, that's another issue, but we won't get into that. Uh, let's see. Another, another email. Another email says, only Republicans can be guilty of sins of their forefathers, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Another email. Uh, why did the Biden administration resume oil and gas leasing on public lands? Maybe it was because it was because Biden not issuing new leases caused the price of oil to increase. Okay. And to address EB's vitriolic attack of racism on the part of those who did not support the confirmation of Ketanji Brown, Jackson Brown, a radical leftist who can't define what a woman is because <laughs> she's black, then for EB to be honest and consistent, he must have supported the nomination of Janice Rogers Brown and the confirmation of Clarence Thomas. Thomas was treated horribly by the Democrats, much worse than Republicans treated Jackson Brown. Want to see racism, EB? You and your party. The Party of Slavery, KKK, and Jim Crow need only look in the mirror. Okay, one more. One more? Oh, okay, no, nope, we got them all. Oh, it's from EB. Oh, Joe, we didn't live in the we Joe. Don't we live. don't live in the 19th century. That is very true. Uh, Dan, last caller before a quickie break. All right ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. While you were asking the question earlier, how much? Percentage responsibility is President Biden's for the high price of oil and energy. I say you were close, but not high enough. It's 90% or more. And he blames Putin. He just needs <laughs> to, again, look in the mirror. It's his fault. You know, the, once the Biden administration got in office, the investors in oil knew he wasn't fossil fuel friendly, friend, friendly with the oil people, so they quit investing in drilling and pumping oil out. So he's at least 90% or more responsible for this high price of what we're going to the pump and paying right now. 
And, you know, as I usually say, it's it's planned. <laughs> it's a planned thing. It's no accident. So hmm. he's doing what his handlers want him to do. <laughs> Who's handling him specifically? Is it uh, Kamala Harris or somebody else? You name it. The left, the, the far out lefties that hate America. The they squad. hate this place the way it is. We have too much freedom. They want to take it away. And we were really free under the past administration. And they hated every minute of it. Oh, right. Unless you were peacefully protesting, of course, then you got canceled out. Unless well, you were in yeah, front of, uh, what's the square across from the White House where they cleared the protest like park? That. Yes, thank you. Yeah, unless you yeah. were in Lafayette Park or an NFL protester then, or a kneeling at a football game, not disrupting anything, then you were embraced. Or by the left. Yeah. No, by President Trump. You said the last administration was so embracing of freedom. I'm just saying he didn't like the freedom of the protesters in Lafayette Park or the NFL uh, fellows. Not, not liking it. It's a lot different than making a law against it. He, he had his right uh, on the bully pulpit to say his opinion. And I, I, of course, a lot of us agreed with it, but he had that right say that. I think the protesters at Lafayette Park were forcefully pushed from their spot. I don't think they were, you know, militarily. That was not, it was proven that that was not at Donald Trump's direction. Oh, I see. Okay. So he just yeah, endorsed he, it they, and enjoyed it. They, they blame him for everything. You know that. And well, people blame Biden for day, everything that's happening today. Yeah, yeah but he deserves it. Day. And Trump doesn't? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you know... Um, anyway... So it's night over ninety, and the, yeah, the war put, helped put it up. But if Trump would have been in, we wouldn't be in no war. He was a real leader, and and, and they respected Trump. All them dictators, they wouldn't have tried any of this BS under Trump. So we had four years there where we had no new wars. No, nothing was started under Trump. Little Rocket Man was under control. China was doing their, paying their fair share and all the, everything was going great, but it had to be disrupted by, you talk about overthrowing the election. Yeah, the Democrats overthrowed the election by getting more votes. It's a diabolical get, system. Yeah, by getting more <laughs> illegal votes. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Cheating. You're still on that. Okay. You know, Dan, that, in all honesty, yeah, you're right. I, I understand your sailed. feeling, but it's never been proven. There is no substantial proof that thousands and millions of votes millions. that would have changed the election Seven yeah, ever right. took place. Trump had, still he gets 35,000, 40,000 at a rally. And back then he was getting more. And you mean to tell me a man that gets all them people at a rally when Biden has his maybe a couple hundred is going to lose the election? 
Yeah, I'll tell you that. How does that work out? I'll tell you that because Abraham Lincoln had far bigger crowds and was much more highly regarded than Stephen Douglas, and yet Douglas beat him in the race for senator in Illinois in 1856. Joe was there. You're talking about a whole different time. No, I'm talking about not ever. Not size of crowds do not necessarily indicate how many people are going to vote for you. You're you're living back then. Today. That tells you everything. We live in the media age. Well, you do remember that Donald Trump said that he had the biggest crowd at an inauguration ever, and it was demonstrably proved that he didn't. Uh, Whatever. Every politician, every politician has hyperbole. They all do that. And Trump He's got no you on there. He does. <laughs> and whatever, maybe he did have the biggest crowd. I can't maybe tell not. the maybe fake not. media. <laughs> All right. Hey, who knows? All right. Well, he was, he was a... telling it. But who cares? Who cares when we had the best administration going for a long, 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 long time? All right. We got you, you know? Dan. Who cares? All right, we got you. Thank you so much, sir. All right, you guys have a great day. You too, Dan. Take care. Very much appreciated. All right, we talk about President Trump a little bit, and President Biden, and racism, and Katanji Brown-Jackson, and the Keystone XL pipeline, and the culpability of President Biden in inflation and oil prices, and had a a little bit of energy and oil in there. And uh, one of our listeners even said, uh, PennDOT's not taking care of the local roads. To that end, uh, a texter says, oh, Stan (laughs) says, right there. Eric, I didn't disparage PennDOT. I stated the facts on the ground in my area, not yours. Uh, then one of our, our emailers or texters says, EB, men saying they're women not being allowed in women's sports isn't transphobia. It's fairness for women. You against real women mm, that's an and women's comment. rights? Yeah, I like that comment. Uh, uh, very bottom one is back to Rhodes. So in other words, if you want to make transphobia people miserable, which is what EB said, you, you deny them to participate in women's sports. You know, come on, get serious. Okay. Uh, uh, then another bottom. another one says, Joe, you are correct about Fetterman being from another planet. Well, I said there are those who believe he's from another planet. Yeah, another planet. <laughs> okay. And then, Eric, you are wrong. Oh, I read that when you highlighted it, and I just read it. Oh, did I? Yes, you did. Uh, then, Eric, I didn't disparage. Oh, no, wait a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't yeah, read didn't the other read one. You didn't read this one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Eric, you are wrong. My road, and I live along, is a state road, and they are had not plowed any of it. I'm sure the township roads were plowed in my area. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's faster to put a township plow on than it well, is that, a PennDOT plow. That clears us up. All right. One, yeah, we have no more messages, <laughs> no calls waiting, and no unread texts. No, we've done it all. But we have time to do more. High five, buddy. Let's move on. All right. We'll have time for one caller, one text, and one email. The caller, dial 1-800-795-9565. And please talk about oil leasing, Keystone XN, Katanji Brown-Jackson, racism, and President Biden. And uh, you can email us at on the market at the KOK.com and text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I'm killing my brain. I can't think of it. I can't think of it either. Every time you guys talk about oil, all I can think of is Dallas. Dallas. That's right. All right. Speaking of oil, one of our listeners says President Biden isn't responsible for high gasoline prices. It's demand. It's so many more people using what we have. Stop having kids. Less demand. All right. We got two callers in a very short amount of time. Uh, Tom, you get a couple minutes. Go right ahead. Yeah, I want you guys to look up. You don't have to do it now, and then I want you to send it to Ben Reichley. Okay. I want you guys to look up HR House Resolution 3233. That was the vote to have a bipartisan 9-11 style commission on the January 6th committee. I want you to, you need to look that up and you need to send it to Ben because people are always saying that they, that it wasn't fair that, that the Democrats didn't give them a chance where they give them a chance. Okay. okay. So Will you, do. So you need to look you need to look that up and you can also look up House Resolution five oh three. That was a vote on a select committee where they also could have had bipartisan and they wouldn't do it. They voted against that all of them. So you know, this this stuff, this nonsense you hear about, uh, they didn't ever let us have a, that this committee's not fair. Well, this committee's not fair because they voted against it every time. That's why it's not fair. And it's on, it's a congressional record. It isn't made up. You can look all this stuff up. Anybody can look it up. All right, That's we got all you. I wanted to give you. All right, thank you okay, very thank much. You. Much appreciated. All right, Bob, that gives you about 30 seconds, but go ahead. I was just calling to say our country is still divided. We're not united, and we never will be as long as things keep going the way they are when they think that the election was stolen, which it wasn't. Well, I wish uh, Trump had never been our president in our country. We had the worst dictator ever as president. All right. Agreed. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the stolen election baloney is a symptom of our massive disease, not the cause of it. So this is WKOK Sunbury.